Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Working some things out. What's new here? Uh, <laughs> with technical difficulties, but uh, let's get to the right to it because we got a little time to... Uh, time to waste and chat um they are the uh we'll do jeff hardy and x-pac to my raven it's craig and uh, well just like jeff hardy's a no-show so <laughs> so it's max will be here eventually craig what's going on buddy can everyone hear me loud and clear oh we could hear jeff but not craig all right thank you there here let's see if i can fix this guys thank you for being patient uh so the reason i bring up that by the way while i'm trying to fix this here uh, is that uh, I just did a a uh, review show uh, for Hard Justice 05 with at Ap uh, Apron Bump. I'll make sure I'm doing that, saying that right. Um, the hardest part of the ring at Apron Bump, yeah. So uh, my first time reviewing stuff, uh, we'll start doing it a little more with them, I hope. Uh, and we'll definitely be doing some stuff with us. But uh, if you want to go check that out, please do. Uh, it's definitely, uh, definitely worth it. Well... Either way. All right. Uh, well, yeah, as we said, uh, Max will be joining us uh, in a little bit. He has a pre-Mother's Day uh, dinner for his mama. Uh, so make sure uh, you send love to your moms as well. All right, guys, we'll be right back. good to go there we go finally all right well thanks for sticking in the chat guys it feels like there's always something but uh uh as craig always mentions go to our cash app <laughs> put some money into this shit show and maybe we can have some working sound once in a while good lord um yeah so now is the part where we get right into uh power rankings obviously i'm gonna stall a little bit for max while uh craig and i chat catch up you guys uh with some things um as you can see right there as well on the uh right hand side uh, is talking points. You can see a little graphic for it. So instead of next Saturday being an actual show like this, we are going, there you go, Craig, for the assistance. It'll be another talking points. Uh, thank you guys for the success of that. And the people who participated as well, went well, uh, did well, and we're excited to be a, a regular, uh, uh, part of our foundation here at the TNA IW family. So we'll be doing talking points and instead yeah. of Saturday live, we'll be doing a Sunday talking point post under siege so you'll actually get our response about under siege and what we thought of it compared to our pre-show which only has such a big window um so look out for that uh and then we will start doing tapings for that uh the following week so we'll hopefully have um, a nice little part one kind of netflix style where you can binge watch um, a lot of talking points if you wish to uh and they'll all be about different ships so it'll be a good time um i know we have 
Victory Road 2011 and Genesis 2010 um, pay-per-view on uh, as two of the talking points. So it'll be really exciting uh, to do. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, we have pre-orders can start next week for t-shirts and stuff. So that's cool. Uh, we finally got that working <laughs> and we'll be doing that. T-shirts. Uh, we'll keep it at a reasonable price for you guys. Uh, you know, we're not trying to make a, a, a huge amount. We're just trying to get our sound to work. Uh, that's what we're trying to do here. Uh, and sound will. Hey, what's up, Bert? Um, who else is in there? Jeebus, of course. Critical listing, 17. Awesome. The usual suspects. Um, so obviously, uh, we're going to get into hot topics. Once again, for those who are just coming in, we're stalling a little bit for the Jeff Hardy of our group. Uh, he will be here shortly. Um, and there's one other thing. Uh, coming back, yeah, we have the three different designs. We'll see a commercial for it again. I want to make sure I get this date right. But mark your calendars. It will be the return of Michael Cavaccini, uh, May 29th. More stuff with Michael. Obviously, he's going to come mm -hmm. each month. That will be his first uh, one of, or yeah, first one of May and last one of May. And then we'll hit June and July. And so on. so we're going to bug the shit out of him until, <laughs> until we get every little detail uh, that he's uh, that he's here to give to us. All right, Craig, let's uh, screw it. Let's get into hot topics. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. Uh, so if we mm -hmm. if we go out and some randomness here, it's not a big deal. There we go, hot topics. And there we are. So yeah, let's get the hot topics started with number one. Moose saying he wants to win the World Championship before his contract is up. Do we think he'll re-sign or is this him saying, I'm winning the World title and then I'm going uh, So, I, you know, you see a lot of different... Um, and I don't want to jump ahead. I obviously see Jordan Grace on there, so I, I won't get into that spiel. But I will say this. I personally think, no intel, uh, just personally think that Moose is already signed. Um, who said June? Is that anniversary in June? Um, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, oh, Moose slam is in July. I get what you're saying there. Duh. Uh, Long day. Yeah, no, I, here's what I think. I think I, I think Moose had already signed. I, I think a couple months back, posted a thing about Impact not having money uh, and then him having a brand new car. It just seemed too coincidental. There, there's too much yeah. I could go on and on about, about Scott DeMore knowing him since day one and, and Moose's priorities and what he uh, wants to do. And I, and I really believe that this is part of his goal. Uh, and I don't think it means before June. Honestly, I don't know what this is going to play out in. I see blood and guts is coming up. So I imagine we're going to talk about the lack of impact <laughs> uh, on A&W. Um, what's up, AO? Congratulations again. Everyone send uh, AO a congratulations. Just got his master's degree. It's awesome. Round of applause. Um, so, yeah. So so I, I personally think he resigned. I, I don't know how long this AEW thing's going to last or when it's going to start, but I, yes, I think Moose is a smart man. He's a businessman, uh, and he knows what he's doing. And I also think from, and I hate to say it, but Jeff Jarrett, Jarrett period on, as in the second one, GFW, Moose has been taken care of. And no, he has not won the big one, but he's been a lot of attention on how they show him, how they cater to him, how they present him. It's been a great evolution in the character of, of Moose. and. If you think he's not going, which it's quite possible, or excuse me, if you think he's going, which is quite possible that he will. I, I never have my hopes too high. 
but a lot of things are falling into place. And I, once again, I won't jump ahead. But would you invest in EC3 and him not too long ago, right? For a good period of time, mm. if you yeah. think Moose is on the way out. Now, if EC3 says that's the only person I would work with, I'm doing it a favor to Moose. Okay, maybe. Um, but uh, this is normally where I kick it to, uh, <laughs> to kick it to Max to bullshit. But so, Craig, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Okay, so my feeling is you don't often see talent tweeting about when their contract's up. So my feeling on it is that they'll probably work this into a story somehow, like they did on the Hard to Kill pre-show. Okay. With, uh, Don Callis mentioned Moose has two yeah, more that's... years. I believe that's what Don Callis That's That's confusing as shit. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think they're working into this into the story. Moose is going to be world champion by the end of the year. I'll put money on that. And I, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be worked into a story at some point. I can't see... Yeah, if he, goes, he, 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 could, he, could, he, he could go to WWE and be put straight on the main roster instantly. But yep. you know, we, we, all, we, know, we all know what will happen. He'll be, the, be pushed for a few months and then he'll just, he'll just fall down the yeah. car. <sighs> with Impact, he's going to be world champion and a, a lengthy world champion. Yeah, no, I know. I agree with that. See, I think the thing, that, and I see a lot of people say, well, why do you go to WWE? Why do you go to NXT? You know, you know the the answer to how that journey is going to end for you. At the same time, you know, you could bring up people like AJ Styles, who went there and wasn't looked uh, at well by the the, the man who matters and Vince McMahon, and then slowly proved himself. So I, I believe that there's that window of opportunity, that smidgen, that crack of the door open that everyone thinks they're good enough to bust down, that they're going to be the different one uh, to do it. I personally think Moose is competitive. I think he would do that if he really thought that was his uh, goal in life. Like if he if he thought like this is my goal, I need to do you know I want to do this, I can do it. I think if he puts his mind to it, he will do it and succeed. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the odds are uh, a very slim, especially where they're they're treat they treat uh, former Impact people there, and that could be a mix of things. You know, that. Uh, that's kind of my feeling as well because minus I, I don't really count AJ because he didn't come straight mm -hmm. from Impact, but minus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but and he wasn't really in, an Impact guy. He just wanted to prove to WWE he could be world right. champion. But everyone who's come straight from Impact, whether it's to NXT or the main yeah. roster, they haven't really flourished. Bobby Roode is a prime example. He's just. I, I completely forgot he was a SmackDown tag team champion. I didn't even know that. Exactly. With uh, James Storm or something? <laughs> <laughs> Another guy who just has just been there floating around. Ziggler. Uh, yeah, it, you know, and see, there, there, there's that hard part between an athlete's ability to uh, recognize what's possible and achievable because most have and i won't say egos but healthy self-esteem uh to bet on themselves so uh we'll see but as far as moose i want to bring something a different twist on this now i i keep saying moose resigned and it's possibly has but who leaked the thing that his two years was up soon does anyone know that the answer to that don said he had another two years on it right and to my knowledge, Moose yeah. had signed a five-year contract back when. So I wonder if his shit's not even up. 
wonder if they're just playing us all and this is just adding to the intrigue of it. Um, right. You know, any yeah. way you spin it, we don't know. We're not backstage. We'll see. But I will put my head and heart both on 80%. I really think he stays. I think he's world champion, but I don't think he wins this one uh, under Siege. I Because my, my thought process and what I'm hearing is once again, this is a bigger play, okay? We are, I know, wait, be patient, be patient, AW, be patient, and we'll get to that. We Let's go right into that, actually, after uh, I say this point here. Um, AW, you know, where's this partnership going? We're, I honestly think the partnership isn't at full steam yet, simply now because of people and where they're at and the storylines that in the story they've already come up with. They've done as much as they can with, within the COVID era that I think they possibly can do uh, without ruining some big stuff or making things less exciting. We are in a good place to start this war when COVID ends uh, or when we're allowed to be full capacity. So yes. I th it, 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 still within that, my thought process, it would make sense if Moose resigns, he loses this to play with all of us, right? Because, oh God. Um, Sammy takes it, which I, I think will be the first person to cross over back and forth, especially if the COVID continues, you could easily put him in ICU kind of, uh, you know, zapped into the ring, you know, no storyline, just one guy, Absolutely. do something with Ambrose and with God. So you could make that happen. And then I think Moose, I think they bring back the Bound for Glory series. I, 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 I think oh. Moose goes through that. He takes everyone down. He comes back. He's the last participant, whatever it may be. He goes through that and he goes through Kenny Omega at BFG. I don't think if they are really, if I, I can't think two things at once, not that me physically, I actually, I can't, I mean, I can't think that AEW partnership is going to grow the way I think it is. And also at the same time, say that, um, you know, Moose isn't staying with the, it kind of goes hand in hand as far as where I see the end game of this. But uh, let's get into blood and guts, and we'll, I'm sure, just circumnavigate it in there. Yeah. So, uh, with, uh, on, the subject, on, the subject, on the subject of blood and guts in AEW, was blood and guts the perfect time for Impact to make their presence known in this war? Uh, if this was. If this was. Post-COVID, and there's fans in the crowd, hell yeah, this should have been the time. But even though the ratings were good and any kind of rub we can get from those ratings, the better. I'm cool with uh, not falling through a tinfoil uh, stage or whatever the hell happened at that shit, fuck, uh, shit fest. I mean, it, it, once again, not uh. against AEW. Some of it's good. I'm trying to keep up on it now that, you know, obviously we have a partnership. And I really think the the lack of partnership would change. Um, would that have been a great time for us to? Yeah. But I'm starting to see something that I, I, I want to go. I don't want to get too far ahead with the Jordan Grace thing. But I think I'm, I was wrong about. Well, I'll take that back. I thought Tayo was going to go to NXT. That was my, my thought, original thought. Then I got a little ahead of myself and it didn't happen for a hot second. Then she trademarked her name. So I thought, okay, shit, maybe they're doing team kit. But I've stuck with my gun on Ethan Page being part of this, okay? It's just interesting to me that Ethan Page is starting to be at the end of the show quite a bit in, in, in some 
way or form, right? At the top of the card. Somewhere in there, still after dark, but still mingling uh, on Dynamite. LAX, yeah. getting a lot of talk about them not being used right and, and doing whatever. Cage, maybe breaking away from Taz. There's a lot of things in this that really make me feel they're setting the tone for the old switch and go. I still think the thing with Christian Cage. I still think with Sting. Uh, I think they get the rub from AEW and then they turn and eventually are impacts. So I, I think this gets bigger. And and after, um, after uh, what's uh, ROH guy? Oh my God. He was with us for our second place suicide. Tr Trisha. Gresham. Um, uh, thank you. Yes. Gresham. Uh, after that post with him in July with the ROH thing, I thought from the get when we heard that there might be a three or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. I, wait, I'm trying to read that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that topic five. So, yeah, I, I thought that that would be the third the third group. I think the NWA and Billy Corgan have nothing to offer us. I did see the Tyrus thing, and if I swear to God, if he if he comes back, I, I will change uh, the channel with a heartbeat. Uh, um, well, away. I think him and Josh Matthews are friends. Uh, um, so, yeah, as far as... Oh, yeah, let me finish that. So ROH, I think it's going to be ROH, New Japan, Impact, and uh, and uh, AEW. And the reason I've said ROH from the get was that the it's not... I don't want to think of it as wishful thinking, but I find it really interesting that there's been a lot of references to the people that are on ROH's show. Okay. Bully Ray is no longer there, obviously. But Jay Lethal, okay, the beautiful people... Uh, there, yeah, who else uh, said something? Gresham now. Uh, who it was a smidgen of impact, but yeah. the point was he's once again saying July. So what is July? Um, and they have that deal at New Japan. And what sounds better? I mean, of course, NWA has some kind of sticking point to some people. Um, but uh, I just think ROH versus Impact versus AEW versus New Japan is a bigger feeling and get uh, than NWA being part of that. Yeah, I can I can see where you come from with the whole uh, four four promotions on one. No, I, I get that. I think it, especially with uh, ROH back on the rise again in terms of the talent they're bringing yeah. in, wrestlers re-signing with them. I think I can see that it would make a lot of sense. Obviously, there's rumors that uh, New Japan aren't exactly happy with ROH. Oh, I'm sure, but they weren't happy with us. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, that's money, point. but it did. It, it did take. It did take years for new trans trusts yeah. again. But yeah. so, uh, but I mean, as but as for blood and guts, I I maintain that should have been the time. You have, obviously, maybe not the main event, but you could have had. Um, obviously, I think Omega face. Uh, Moxley and Kingston, yeah, something like that. I believe the team with uh, Nakazawa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, get into that. Yeah, we'll yeah. that one there. And yeah, I mean, Sammy Callahan should have been should have got involved in that match. That would have been perfect timing. Maybe Eddie Kingston gets taken out, whatever. You know, I think Sammy getting involved because Sammy is teasing a, a Switchblade conspiracy right. reunion, which would be huge. But I. Yeah, but again, like you said, if there had been a crowd there, then well, it also, would have happened. Sammy hasn't won yet. I mean, he has probably in real life, 
Uh, but as far as kayfabe, what we see on TV, Sammy is not the number one contender. Um, so until he wins there, I, I think this is the new cycle. I think this set of tapings after Under Siege yeah. is what sets us into the future. Um, maybe not as much as we wanted to, but I think they're smart in planning it safely based upon the ups and the waves of COVID and where they see it going. Uh, Tennessee, I think, is fully open. Uh, but I would like to see them, especially if they do this. I see the uh, the comment there about selling, selling out a stadium by Bert. Um, I really think that, hey, uh-oh. Oh, 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 uh oh, uh oh, uh oh! Hey, I showed right. up. I showed hey, up in time for. I took the jet. Took the I got. Jet. I got here. Uh, would help if would help my if my camera, camera, was, camera was, was focused on. All right. Um, but yeah, let me finish that up. So, oh, and I forgot the ROH thing. EC3, Mike Bennett, Maria Canales. We didn't mention that. Um, so there's a lot of, of things there, but I think they can honestly, if the summer of 2023. Are we in 2021? No. Let's say summer 2022. Let's say that. That makes sense. I could see that show selling out Madison Square Garden. Remember, AAA would be part of it too. So that is the time. For us Impact fans, would the time be great if it was last week, if it's next week, if it's the week after? Hell yeah. But Impact is winning on their own with other things we'll get to that are hyping them up. They're doing the numbers they need to with Kent, just the Kenny Omega rub, but they really don't need to rush the rest of the stuff. Let the crowds come in, let the big shows happen. Don't rush anything. I mean, they've been sitting on Kurt Angle being signed for, <laughs> for, for a year. It feels like, so I think we could wait. Max, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we are, <laughs> hi everybody. Hi everybody. Can everyone hear Max? We had, of course, audio issues again. Um, we're on blood and guts right now. If it's the perfect time for impact to debut, um obviously it didn't happen uh and then once again uh all eyes on moose uh if moose is signing or wherever so so in regards, in regards to, blood to blood and guts, guts i think it would have been, been, been a good point impact for impact to debut, to debut. i'm still, I'm not, still sure not sure if, if impact is impact ever going to show up on one AEW. Yeah, yeah, because, because like if you look like at this, you have Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega from AEW on, on Impact. You have you have Finn Juice and now, and now El Fantasmo. El Fantasmo. Like like not just not showing up for one-off matches, like seriously involved in Impact Wrestling. But I don't think there's anybody like that from New Japan in AEW. I know Kenta came over and did a small thing just for his title match with Moxley. I know they have another USA title match with Moxley, but to me, it feels like impact is the one who's like, Hey, we're going to, we're willing to do a deal with AEW. We'll have AEW people come over. We'll do a deal with new Japan. We'll have new Japan people come over. We'll do a deal with whoever else the fuck wants to do a deal. And AEW is kind of like, Hey, we're just going to be AEW. Yeah. Like we're just going to kind of do our thing. Obviously, John Moxie is the New Japan NW, what is it, IWGP US champion. So yeah. we'll do things here and there so he can defend the title. But we're not going to make these people like mainstays on our show. Right. So I don't know if Impact ever actually shows yeah. up. No, I, I see that point, and that's that's one I don't mind mentioning because the Jericho interview. If you believe the Jericho interview that he just did where he said, oh, we're just on a different level, which is which is fact. <laughs> it's fact. They're on TNT. It is what it is in the perception of the U.S. audience. But if he's on there, 
because he sees zero benefit, right? He sees zero benefit because he's an AW, AEW guy. And kayfabe, if it is kayfabe, he would say that because that's the narrative we've been talking about for almost a year now is that the AEW partnership could go two ways. One, they create a narrative for us. Um, and Well, we believe it go two ways. And one is what Smash just spoke of. What's the point of all this? Because it's benefiting us. There's one way which is Max is talking about, which it could possibly be, which is AEW doesn't see a benefit. So we've made a deal with, uh, with AEW just to have them on our show, just to get that rub for us. And it's worked. I don't care. It, it's worked. If you watch it separately, it works. If you watch it expecting to tune into AEW and see us, then it's not going to work for you. So right now they're catering just to Impact fans on the television. If you are a deep Impact fan and you do watch AEW hoping that we show up, yes, you're going to be deflated and upset and whatever, and, and that sucks. But the other way that this could happen is that they're just proving the narrative until COVID is over, which is what I firmly believe. I, I do believe Max is possibility as well um but i just don't believe a word which yeah i don't believe a word which i said great minds i don't think jericho says anything unintentionally everything feels especially when he's such a big friend of don and scott and got them the job with anthem let's remember that he was gonna come there i seriously think since day one there was a talk with all of these people about hey you go do your thing We'll do ours. We'll keep trying to raise it. And when the time comes, we'll give you that shake and bake. I still think that's going to happen. Because if AEW is so cocky to not understand that an AEW versus Impact versus New Japan versus ROA, whatever it may be, isn't money. I'm sorry. That million uh, viewership is great for them on TNT. That deal is wonderful. The pay-per-view buys are great. But why wouldn't you want more? Yeah. No. I mean, I agree with that. My only my only question is I wonder if does AEW think their stars are just better than Impact's? No. And if that's the case, do you want Ace Austin showing up on AEW and people being like, holy shit, this dude can fucking right. go? Could you want Chris Bay showing up and people being like, dude, this is outside of Kenny Omega. Right. These two guys, I'm, I hate this. Some people out there love Darby Allen. Ace Austin and Chris Bay and Josh Alexander and multiple others can wrestle circles around oh, yeah. that man. Like if you put Ace Austin against Darby yeah. Allen, it's 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 just not going to be a like. It's a great point. I don't no. know. So I, I'm wondering if that's a. It's possibility a great point. A well. way to look at it is our young guys. They they brag about creating new stars. They've created new stars within their little world and to, to, to their fan base. There's not a guy on there that I watch and I say, okay. I mean, you, yes, you have some Scorpio sky. You have the, of course the veterans, you have all our guys, but if they really thought that their roster was good enough, Pac, Pac's another good one. Um, but if they really thought their stars and that their talent roster was good enough without ours, they wanted to took LAX. They wanted to took the Lucha Brothers. They wanted to took Brian Cage. They wanted to, to yeah, they wanted to take yeah, our whole production staff and team and live events team. I just think there's too much in there where they strip our company bare, and they're not going to give us something in return. I just I, I don't see that. 
And that's a possibility. I think talking about their stars, I mean, I don't want to talk about them too much, but I think it was Mark Madden. I don't, I don't agree with most of the things okay. he says, but he hit the nail on the head when it came to this one. He was talking about Orange Cassidy, and he was talking about the Orange Cassidy gimmick. And he said, it's a cool gimmick, but once you've seen it, you've yeah. seen it. Like, it's nothing, it's the whole I don't care thing, at least, and I agree with him, gets super old really yeah. quickly. They're gimmicks. They're gimmicks. Like, yeah, and it's it's and it's not a gimmick. That, it's not Stone Cold's gimmicks or The Rock's gimmicks or Shawn Michaels' gimmicks that last, or even Jericho's gimmicks that last forever. It's one of these things where it's kind of like, okay, cool. The I don't care thing is funny the first time yeah. you see it. Well, but you can't do that for and, five, and six true. years. We don't want to take all this time to shit on their thing. They're going to do them. It's not a matter of bias yeah. or or what we you know the perception. You know, obviously, we're going against the grain. If we wanted clout, we would be on an AEW podcast instead of an Impact. <laughs> just, it would have been a lot easier. Let's, <laughs> let's, be, let's be certain here. Uh, or be fair here. At the same time, let's call a spade a spade. There, he, Max is right. Uh, at least from my point of view. I don't go on and say, oh, I need to see Orange Cassidy this week. It just it, it had its point. I'm over it, but I get that. Uh, let's swing right into Kenny's belts. We should be invaded by an AEW podcast just to really keep this. Hey, we're, we're, we'll work with any <laughs> podcast. Yeah. They can come we'll, and take over our show. It'll just be the basically. Yeah, we'll just show. No, we should do a talking points with AEW crew. I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, Craig, let's go on to the next one so we're not too far on target. Yeah, so uh, kind of sticking to Blood and Guts. Right. Uh, Bully Ray mentioned it uh, that day after, but how do you guys feel? Was Impact disrespected? When Nakazawa carried out the Impact Tag Team title and or Impact yeah. World Title, maximize that one. Um. So, I mean, that's a lot of gold to carry around. First off, um, I, I don't know if I would say it was disrespected. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's. I'm thinking. Like I don't, I don't like that he doesn't carry the belts, but at the same time, like he's a heel. So I, I do think he has shown some type of respect and reverence to the Impact Belt. He obviously, it's obviously something he values. This isn't something where he won the titles and then decided to like Medusa that shit on <laughs> AEW right. TV where he throws in the trash can and says fuck this stuff. He still carries the belts. He still has them all. It'd be different if he was like, hey, guys, I got the belt, and now you're never going to see it again. Right. I'm just going to wear the AEW right. one. So I, I would, it been, would it have been nice for him to carry the belts out? Yes. But I think having somebody else, like when you're walking out there, having everybody carry gold is kind of an interesting right. thing. Um, Storyline-wise, it's not a major thing to me. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you there. I, I think this disrespectful thing, I, once again, I think it's Bully Ray pushing a narrative. Uh, I think he's part of this. I've said that for about a year now as well. Um, like him or not, he's good at hyping up or slipping in stuff or getting people on the show that continue this buzz for his show. And we're good for him. I don't think there's any controversy. I think, once again, this is people trying to find something in a great week for Impact uh, to be negative about. But I don't know if I've ever went – and Kenny Omega wrestled that night, obviously – if I was an athlete, I don't know, and I had a lackey, I'd give my lackey the belt too, so I wouldn't burn out carrying <laughs> how many pounds of gold. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of weight. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, um, 
uh, was quickly like um I think it was combat who mentioned it on yeah. Twitter that uh boxers have their like the ring their, or their entourage, entourage yeah. carry the titles. They it, it, UFC did it too when they used to have the guys walk out with the belts. Their crew would hold them up. About him not carrying the belt of impact, he's not carrying the belt of impact because he was in two episodes for ten minutes combined. And, yeah. and what he was doing was running out there and beating people up. It, the, why would you, I wouldn't wear my belt? So I just. We're just I mean, nitpicking. I, I guess maybe I would in that point because then if you just swing dragon. something, just have more weapons to use. But it's just it, that's two titles to carry. Right. We're at this. Just we're just at this point uh, where we're we're finding the smallest of things uh, to. Yeah. Okay. You want to let's get into that. If you want to talk about Kenny's belts compared to Ultimo Dragon's belt, pull up that picture somebody that, yeah. and see how little those belts are. And then we could talk. <laughs> and, and also, Kenny's a Kenny, Kenny. Although he's an amazing wrestler, plays a cowardly heel. And if you're running away from people like Kenny Omega yeah. does, you can't be weighed down by three okay. belts. You remember when you're running away, you don't have to outrun I, the person that you're running away well, I, from. You just have to outrun the slowest member of your group, the guy that's carrying right. two belts. That's fair. That's school that's, fish theory. It's very smart. But here's the thing: Matt Striker said he refused. We're on on Impact Television. In, in, a, in an interview? This is a work. Why is everyone working themselves into a work? <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. And he wouldn't be our champion. I'm not going to lie. Don Callis thought he was a if, piece of shit. If I, was a, if I was a champion, I would never wear my belt around my waist. I, I would always carry it on my shoulder. I like it on the shoulder. I don't or think he's wearing was it, it all. John Morrison who used to wear it like through his belt loop when he was a tag how team champion? The, how big were these belt loops? <laughs> No, it was he wore it like oh he wore it like on his entrance. Oh. I want to say he didn't wear it around his waist. He wore it like dangled in between because I think oh, I'm, I'm pretty yes, sure it was dangled. Yeah, yes. yeah, I thought you okay. meant yeah, 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 like that. So like to me, like wearing it around your waist like isn't that yeah. big a deal. Like he's holding it he's with a him, coward. holding on your shoulders. That's it's the gimmick. Yeah. He's a coward. We can't get our hands on AEW. That's the storyline. I'm fine with it. Um, if there's, I mean, from the <laughs> from the places we've been to the what we're complaining about now from the beginning of this show to now is just is just insane just insane night and day i don't think i don't think abyss wore his x division title around his waist (laughs) so i mean (laughs) that may have been for a different reason though but shit yeah i mean rvd never wore the wwe winged eagle around his waist he wasn't disrespecting he just couldn't fit it so okay well that's not the same but kenny omega i'm just rvd didn't hook the, the the champion of our of our company when he beat him. Oh, so. yeah. Right. All right. Next up. All right. Uh, so uh, came out today or yesterday. I'm for disclosure. I've lived, I've only learned about this topic about forget the top of the hour. So right. just bear with me. So I believe. Yeah. Here we go. So uh, it was reported uh, that for. April 26th episode of Impact uh, on Access TV, 73% of viewerships was live, while 24% was DVR and 3% was on demand. So the final total number is uh, 328,000. Oof. Isn't that funny? Those numbers. Isn't that funny? All right. Um, So let's talk about this. Once again, these numbers, not these numbers, but the overnight rating. The one we get and we cry about each week. Here's oh, it's the end of the world. They went up against Vice TV documentary uh, uh, of wrestling. Oh, they went against uh, the draft. I don't give a shit. 
because once again, you're not taking consideration how TV execs look at this. From my knowledge, not including Twitch or Impact subscribers, I have heard that across the platforms in the United States of America, that the number is near 400,000. Okay. How do we get that? Well, overnights, right? Then you add DVR, which was 24% of Impact's viewing audience. Now, the thing is with Meltzer here is that I'm, I'm happy that he's saying this. The reason he's probably saying this is to show that Kenny Omega has a, is a draw. Okay. But it does not matter to me. He's saying it now that Kenny is champion to show that he is bringing ratings. I'm fine with that as long as he shows the numbers from here on out. Because these past months and years of him not showing it, we had yeah. same numbers. So, you know, we carried over our pop TV audience just spread out through different platforms. Meanwhile, gaining subscribers over past 100,000 on our app. Okay. So once again, the number of that doesn't matter. What matters are these numbers combined with Twitch, YouTube, and, and then whatever other viewing service that they offer. I don't know where they offer it now. Uh, the app, I think they stopped doing that. But I think, as I said in the chat group, I, I think that's more so to get that app up to where they need it to be. And then they'll start calculating those numbers. Because I, I, I the big play here besides a TV station, which would be nice, um, I, I think it's upping that app and making it more important with more different content on there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm I agree that I'm happy that they're talking about the DVR numbers and everything there just because it's something that I know we have talked about a, a bunch. bunch. Like, hey, DVR – when we used to live together, we used to DVR Raw and SmackDown, and then we would right. watch it together other times. I don't think I ever hardly ever, ever watched it live. I remember when um, NXT, when it first would go on USA – I can count on. I think I've watched it one time on USA Network Live. Every other time I wa I used to, when I was watching it, I would watch it Saturday morning because that's when I watched it on the network every Saturday morning. It was just what I did. So I think that you know people. I always watch Impact on Twitch. Right. It's I don't I never got access at all, so I watched it on Twitch. I think I just feel like there's there's other ways. This isn't nineteen. 96 with right. the Monday Night Wars, where the only way to get this episode is live from 8 till 10. Like, there's so many ways that you can get this episode. You can watch it like the, the actual live numbers, at least in my opinion, carry very little weight. Pay-per-views matter. And then looking at the overall numbers, which only Impact has because they know the viewership on um, Twitter or on Twitch, they know the viewership on their app. So as long as they're happy with the numbers, it doesn't matter right. what we put out. Yeah. I do agree though, that once that I do want to see them continue to talk about it. And it's funny because when they did the um, Wednesday night wars with AEW and um, whatever it's called uh, NXT, they only ever talked about the live rating. They never talked about DVR. Mm. They never mentioned that people also have the – so they always they always push yeah. whatever narrative they want you right. to read or they want you to hear. So it's it's it doesn't matter. It's nice that they're reporting it so people can see, hey, Impact doesn't have six people right. watching it. But I don't think in the long run it no. really so matters. So I want to address that from critical listener there. So 
uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, um, where I talked about how uh, the Nielsen ratings work in America. Uh, I don't think they're anywhere else, but this is there. I want to say America because there's some people uh, that I've spoken to that didn't know that Nielsen ratings only take the states uh, demo in and and record or ratings. With those, now doesn't mean they are completely inaccurate as it's been around for so long, but when something's around for so long and is dogma to a point, it's taken as the answer no matter what. Well, it's worked for so long. Well, it doesn't work anymore. And the Nielsen ratings don't work because of the things we mentioned, but even if you take overnight, it's 40,000 households, 40,000 households that get a dollar in the mail and put a box on their television, whatever that 40,000 watch, they figure out the algorithm and that's how they figure out what America's watching at that time. Okay, so has it worked for a long time? And do do uh, uh, commercials and advertisements come from those numbers? Sure. At the same time, it's just a broken, it's not a broken system, but it's not an accurate, the most accurate system I think they can find. All right. Correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, one quick thing. Yeah. Uh, keep saying this on Twitter. Wrestling fans should not give too shiny shit about TV ratings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I keep saying it. It shouldn't care. It's not. It, those who are watching it, who cares? Yeah. But yeah, no, moving you're... on. No, you're right. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. uh, Jordan Grace resigned. Uh, multi-year deal uh first how big of a deal is that and who after fire and flavor are left for them to defend the tight towns is that max yeah uh yeah, yeah max, i'll go i mean i think it's fucking huge she's basically the female moose in terms of like her like stature in that division um it's it's one of those people that or one of the wrestlers that you're like, hey, sh- we brought her up. This is the point when all the others left. It, and yeah. that's what it is. When, when they got to this point, they dipped out for WWE, AEW, wherever. She stayed. Um, I think that's awesome for them. I think it shows that you know they can now hopefully be, continue to keep their stars as they build them. In terms of the fire and flavor thing, I think we're going to see some new people come in. Um, I think you could you could obviously have um, Havoc and Rosemary, I think, could team together at some point. You can put stuff together. So it's there's there's nothing wrong with sticking two people together in a tag team as long as it's built well. WWE did it with Cesaro and um, Sheamus, and they formed the bar, and they were amazing. Because they it's one of the few times they've had a long build. So if you get somebody, if you stick two women together – Havoc and um, Rosemary, if you decide to do um, Kimberly and Susan, you can stick them together and you can stick Taylor Wilde and um, Emma, what's Alicia. her name? Tineo Dashwood oh. together. Yeah, or you, any, but you can stick anybody together. Yeah. You can then build the storyline <sighs> and they work as a tag team. So, but I do think at Slammiversary, you'll hopefully see the Iconics come in and that'll give you your natural next. Right. Well, I, I, I still believe uh, that Jordan – well, I'll get to the Jordan signing thing. Um, regardless of Jordan signing or not, I thought it it played out to being Jordan turns heel 
and either leaves the company or or stays obviously uh and eventually after they lose the belts she turns on her because she's the weakest link whatever and jordan needs that heel run i said from the get-go i would love to see her with diana um, be kind of a Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash kind of thing. I think that'd be really cool what they're doing with Ace and Fulton, do with them as well. Um, but she needs that run. And, and that would open up the Queen of Strong Smile to team possibly with the returning Smiley Kylie. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of different groups that could come here. Max is right. You could put people together. We're notorious for it. Look at this. What happened to Beer Money? AMW. These were people that were just thrown together uh, because they had chemistry against each other so those things can develop um you know most of our tag teams are built that way honestly one thing i wanted to mention and this is off subject kind of in the same realm it's that i see so many complain people complaining about this person losing this person job the jobber sam beal the jobber v whatever that guy was that craig loves uh <laughs> vsk, VSK. Uh, remember so, the name Oh, I thought you were talking about Jake no, something. I, Isn't he jobbing yes, out now? Here's the thing with that. It's these people, just like back in the day, I want, all of you that are older heads that are fans of WCW, well, maybe that's the Badgers, but say WWF, right? In the heyday, what everyone says is the heyday of it. You worked your way up from jobber to character and developed person, and then up the ladder. There was rarely those big surprises of someone going straight to the main event scene like Brock Lesnar. That was rare. That is not common until more now when we're hot-shotting things and trying to get attention that we push up people quickly. So these, like, uh, the point I was getting to was it's okay for people to be in tag teams because that's that next step up from being a jobber. Let's move on to the next thing and whatever and grow. But as far as Jordan Grace goes, um, oh, well, yeah, we'll answer that first. Uh, I'm in a world of crazy today. Uh, yeah, you have Taylor and maybe Alicia. Uh, you have Havoc and yes. Rosemary, who I said uh, weeks ago, that would be a team. I really thought Nevaeh and uh, Tanil, but obviously at work, we're going a different route. Iconics uh, is what I, I firmly believe here. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's a bunch of stuff you can do um, that would really, really work. And for a tag team division that is only X amount old, they're building it. And I think they're building it finally the right way. But So who will beat them? Um or who will they face if they win? I think they retain and eventually lose them at maybe Slammiversary. I don't know. We'll see. But as far as Jordan signing, like Max alluded to, it is the equivalent of a small club team finally getting their ducks in a row after a few years, building the foundation and saying, okay, it's time to sign. Let's, let's keep our own and then let's sign the big free agents. It's just another step in Impact's evolution and getting back to where they where they need to be. Um the fact that Jordan Grace signed is huge because she is in her prime, uh, if not still very young and close to it, uh, and hasn't hit it yet. See, I don't like the C stars. I don't. I didn't. I don't see anything in them right now, um, and I think that's why we need a developmental uh, show as well, or, or some kind of OVW some mm -hmm. cooperation with them. But yeah, so Jordan Grace is a big signing. Um, it shows that Anthem is listening. They're ready to invest in their own, and that's why I still think that Ethan Page has resigned, that he's just playing some, it's some game over there. Because in, in the one reason I want to know when I was watching, or want you guys to know, so I'm watching Dynamite, and they put him on there. I remember Cody saying, while he was staying under contract in an interview in front of a lot of people, that he would love Ethan Page to come there. Okay, Cody's an EVP. Cody's part of creative. 
Cody's a big founder of the company. One of them, right? Wouldn't this guy that they all looked well upon, wouldn't they give him some kind of shine over a Darby Allen, over a uh, Mike Siddell, over, you know what I mean? Like over over anybody. anybody. So there's just more to this is what I see. But Jordan Grace, and then it shows us that we have the possibility, if not already, of Moose. Um, I just think it's a good time for Impact, and uh, we should be happy that this happened and that they announced it. And she's writing a consistent article. I don't know. I'm saying consistent because I don't know if it's monthly or weekly or whatever the hell it is um, or quarterly interview uh, article for uh, PWI. So impact spreading, making new avenues. Uh, you know, someone's uh, someone's getting paid. And uh, I think Rosemary's the next to back that truck up because they need to keep her ass. But... Yeah. Also kind of off topic but sort of not if any of you happen to have pluto tv i definitely recommend checking out the impact yeah. channel on there right now asylum years oh yeah i watched it last night from 2004 Good stuff yeah uh, so it's it's pretty cool um it's free for anybody who has it i have a, i have it on roku you can get it on uh fire stick it's pluto it tv it, they have an actual impact like channel that plays nothing yep. but mine impact. uh mine's the same so, uh as well, uh, mine came with my TV for free. I'm not a big technological... I'm mm-hmm. a technologically challenged, so I'll say. Uh, but it's on Samsung TV. They just signed a, a deal with them as well. Samsung TV Plus, you got that. So you got a lot of ways to watch Impact. And I do want to mention, I see Killer Kelly there. Isn't that funny, guys? You just got to be patient. Be patient. These people are signed. There's things happening that we can't see. But it will. All right. So, Craig, you got to wean us out there so we can play our yeah, game? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh... Jumping practice a little bit with the uh, tag title yeah. situation. The way I see it playing out and the way I want it to play out, kind of, is at uh, Under Siege tag team match with Tanil and Taylor against uh, Susan and uh, Kimber. Hmm. Uh, um, Taylor turns on Tanil, then move on to Against All Odds for a singles match between Taylor and Tanil, which leaves Kimber and Susan for a tag title shot at Against All Odds, leading to Deanna versus Taylor at Slammiversary. And then who knows what goes in tag, tag division there. But, I, and then, but, oh, awesome. but yeah. Uh, and then, but again, quickly for the Pluto thing, it's for the UK people. You can get Pluto over here, but the Impact channel is not available on it. Oh, oh, that's Um, One other thing I want to say real quick before we (laughs) go, I'm interested to see how everything with El Phantasma works out, because if you look at his gear, he's very Bullet Club on his gear. I'm interested to see how they play that in with Kenny and the club and all them, because they've been doing more and more Bullet Club things. I'm interested to see if that eventually leads to more Bullet Club people coming over and then creates an additional storyline there. Yeah, no, I I believe it. uh... This so. probably does, but isn't I just I've never I've watched his work. I've never watched I, I, for some reason an entrance of him. I don't know how that happens. Uh, but uh, very white Nakamura. Like what? What does he just yeah. steal everything? It's, well, my it's favorite true. thing about him is his finishing move is a super kick. Yeah. Not people kick out of his super mm-hmm. kick like everybody else it's in the beautiful. world. When he hits it, it's like oh my god, this is That's the end of the good. match, which is very nice to see. Yes. All right, we're going to kick it to commercial. We got to get to this game so we're not over on time again. Uh, It's worth it. Stick around, guys. Um, 
I think Impact does need to sign him as well. We got the up, uh, I think the in with uh, Brian Myers being one of his trainers. So, all right, guys, uh, we'll go to break and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. All right, and they're actually coming in May. It's May. They're here. Uh, you can pre-order starting next week. Help us out. Help us get our sound fixed. <laughs> uh, save the tunnels while you're at it. I don't know. Give us some money. All right. Uh, buy the shirt. So here's the game we're playing today. Uh, it is going to be called... What did I call it? I made it up last night. Oh, it's over here. <laughs> it's called the Nonsense Sequence. Okay, if you... Uh, if you're familiar with uh, was the Fibonacci sequence, uh, it is the, what am I doing here? I suck. <laughs> it is the uh, the number sequence and you got to figure out what the next thing is, right? I'm playing a little difference on that. So yeah, so it's going to be very simple though. I'm going to describe it to you guys. So there's going to be a video that plays, okay? I'll tell you who goes first. It's going to give you a name and for 10 seconds, think on that name, okay? You have to tell me the subject of the people combined one, two, three, and four. But if you could get it on one, you get 25 points. You get it on two, you get 20 points, 20, 15 and 10. Okay. So, so it'll be like, so here we're going to do it. AJ styles. It could be fortune and then it'll list the four members. of Correct. Fortune. Okay. okay. But you could, and, and every time you could guess the same thing, it doesn't matter. I won't tell you when okay. you're right until afterwards, but it is time. So once the video plays, that is your time. Max will make you player one this round. Craig, you're player two, okay? You have 10 seconds okay. once it says player one or two to say your whatever. If you don't say it within that 10 seconds, it's a pass, okay? So we're going to play this one here and show you just for example of how it goes. Okay, so Cody Rhodes pops up there for 10 seconds. And then it'll give Max his first guess. And if I did this right, <laughs> okay, there you go. Player one. Cody Rhodes. You're not going to make this if you're. <laughs> I've got no clue. Okay, I don't even. All right. Player two. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. Pass. Number two. TJP. The fuck okay so now this should go back to craig you got 10 seconds guess anything you want hey uh suicide okay so. max it will say player one and give you five seconds as well that countdown is part of yours i got no fucking clue okay crazy mass wrestlers i don't this know. is just for fun this this one all of them are <laughs> Okay, this is number three. What's what are you guys in the chats? Do you uh you get what's going on? So these are clearly it's Jeff's favorite wrestlers. Manic, we got Koya Stormstone. Okay, so this was number three. Craig. Um no amazing red. <laughs> no, no, there's a topic. Uh, <laughs> there's, a there's a topic. Davy Richards. Okay, so we had Davy Richards. 
We had the Crimson. We had TJP. We had Cody Rhodes. Player two, do you have a guess? Um, I got nothing. I'm still going with Kristen's favorite wrestlers. Okay. I'll switch it up with favorite wrestlers. I got no clue. All right. So uh, that one was just for play, and it was difficult uh, intentionally, so they're going to be a lot easier than that. But they're not going to be wrestlers. They're not going to be knockouts. They're not just going to be basic things or some random thing. Well, that one was random. That was Angelina loves exes in real life. <laughs> um, we had to start somewhere. <laughs> hey, that's not that's not dating anyone. Good for her. If you work in that industry, how many people have you dated from the same industry? Crimson. Good for her. Crimson. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Okay. Well, I saw the video, so no, not good for her. Crimson. Davy, awesome. Cody, cool. TJP, awesome. Crimson. All right, yeah. so here we go. Let's let's uh, has poor taste and talent. Oh no, Richards, I love you. Um, and TJP. All right, so here's the next one. So do you guys get how it goes? How to play it, guys in the chat? You guys like yeah. it? All right, cool. So uh, let's start again to make it simple. Max, you would be player one. You have to get your guesses in before. And once I said guess anything, because they're easy, but they are a subject matter. Main event mafia. Okay. Hall of Famers. Okay, okay. Oh, that's a good one. Well, that I could basically be main event mafia too. Okay. See a lot of good answers in there. Some good guesses. Angelina, yeah. I'm sticking with Hall of Famers. Okay. In, because we're going in order. That's, that would be the order so far. Okay. Still going Main Event Mafia. And we'll go Hall of Famers because I don't think Team 3D was in Main Event Mafia. <laughs> okay. But I know they are Hall of Famers. Yeah, Hall of Famers because it's, it's, in, it's in order of the time they went in. <laughs> Jeebus, man. <laughs> not, uh, for those who are listening, uh, not on YouTube, uh, or, or excuse me, not watching on YouTube and are listening through Sounder, uh, <laughs> Dave said that's Angelina. Angelina loves X's round two. <laughs> Aces and eights. Oh, I'm famous. Yeah, I'm going. I agree. Hall of Famers. And Jeff Jarrett was the last for our, our listeners at home. All right. That game is over. I'll have that. And uh, at a score of 25 to 15, Craig is in the lead. It was Hall of Famers in order. These will all be in order of something, some way, some sequence. Awesome. All right. So Hall of Famers it was. Uh, wasn't, didn't Gail Kim go in before Jeff Jarrett? Uh, it should have been. 
Sting, Angle, 3D, Jarrett Hebner, Gale, right? Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Gale yeah. wasn't too long. Yeah, come, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Gale raised Hebner's arm out of Battle Glory. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh well, that spoils that. But <laughs> if you can name the next person in the sequence, if I if I tell you there's a bonus, uh, you'll get an extra five points as well. So, uh, it was Hebner. There we go. All right. So on to the next. This one I think is a little more difficult. Is Craig going to be player player Craig's one gonna be this player time? One this time. Okay. First one up is Terra. Uh, um, I go knockouts champions. I have no idea. Okay. This one is difficult. I will give you that. I'll say. I was thinking she was teamed with Madison Rain, but I don't think that's anything yet. So I'll still go to knockouts champions. Okay. Next up, Rob Van Dam. X WWE stars. Okay. Or could still be knockout champions. I don't know. Okay. Hogan era, maybe. Craig. Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go um, X WWE. That's Sting, though. So we have Terra, RVD, and Sting. Uh, what is the Sting. common trend of them? I'll give you a hint. It's in <laughs> order, too. I got no fucking clue. <laughs> I mean, Sting wasn't XW with right, okay, WCW, okay. so we could it's still... Got Sting. Got Sting. So now we have Tara, RVD, Sting, Scott Steiner. Give each your final guess. I got no fucking clue. All one of their debuts as the squash. The squashes. All right, let me get uh, Craig's final guess. Yeah. Oh, they all won their matches, or they, they debut matches in, in okay, squad. Okay, uh, People who appeared on the Monday Night mm. Wars. I don't know if Tara wow. was part of that or not. To uh, keep the score the same, <laughs> love, love. It's 25-15. The answer to that was they are the respective champions, oldest champion of each of their, of the title belts. So Tara was, is the oldest knockouts champion at, well, I won't. Yeah, I'll give it up. 41 and 247 days. RVD's the oldest X Division champion at 41 and 301 days. Sting at heavyweight, 52 and 113. And Scott Steiner, 55 and 267 days, won the tag team championship. So a little bit harder there. Test your knowledge there. I, mean, I was still right with, you know, former people who were part of Monday Night Wars at some point, I feel like. Was Tara, Tara was part of Monday Night Wars? I guess she, she was a, she sure was a at hoe in the Godfather, so maybe. There that you go. See, that one was a hard one. Here's a here's uh, a, and that was part of the Monday Night Wars. Here so. is a uh, palate cleanser. This Drew is Galloway. Next first. Drew Galloway is the first one on this sequence. Fibonacci sequence. 
I'll go with people who Vince didn't think was good enough, but proved they were when they got to Impact slash TNA. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, far, I'm going to say uh, Impact made them star. Now I don't have too much time. I mean, I get four hours of sleep. I have a child and <laughs> day job. I just make these quickly. <clears throat> Eli Drake is number two. Yes, Impact made them stars. Drew Galloway, Eli Drake, you're saying Impact made them stars. Okay. Max? I don't think Eli was in NXT, was he? But it definitely... Yeah, he was in NXT. Well, well, oh, people who were with Impact are now with WWE. Okay. Who the fuck? Micah. Damn. (laughs) All right. Uh, Shitty factions. One, Max. No one knows what Drew Galloway, Eli Drake, and Micah have in common. Except I don't the, think they know what they have in common. The chat group does. The Rising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> there is no fourth one because there's only three members. How did you guys not get the? Is that Pastor? The Rising. Good job, Hakeem, on that. Uh, the forgettable face stable. Yes, horrible. Uh, four stable. All right. So Craig got the gain on there with an extra 15 points. He is now in the lead 40 to 15. 40 to 15. Craig's over here reading the chat group. Oh, That's a squid. Hey, they, they necessarily won't write. They don't, I haven't mentioned when they were right or not. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's keep going, guys. If you guys like this, make sure you give me a thumbs up in uh, the chat group or on YouTube if you're watching it there. Sounder as well. Uh, We're going to try to keep the games in rotation uh, if you like them. It's a little easier on me there. Okay. So this should be back to... Craig. Yep. Oh, I'm going to say the Christian Coalition. I mean, we. I mean, if so I could for, do former X Division champions at this point, I guess. Okay. So first up was AJ Styles. Second is Low Key. Um, could still be former X Division champions. Fortune Four. <laughs> I don't uh, think Low Key made it into Fortune. All right, whose turn? Guess. I'm gonna say. Uh, debut of uh, TNA. Okay. Once again, these things are in order. AJ Styles, Loki, and now Jerry Lynn. What do these three uh, First X Division title match. Okay. It could be Asylum Years. It could could be X Division Champions. I'm still going with X Division Champions. X Pac. So we have AJ, Loki, Jerry Lynn, and now X Pac. Final guesses. Yeah. 
Xbox threw me off. I'll be a little lenient. So it wasn't first X Division title match because that was All right. just out so, of the uh, Jerry Lynn, I'm pretty sure. Final guess, uh, I don't know. I... All right. Well, Max, I'm going to give you the 25 points there. Craig, I'll give you 15. X Division had something to do with it. Brother Burt is right. It is the name of the people. Oh, and Hakeem as well. The Order of X Division Champions. Uh, I didn't include Vacant because I didn't uh, feel like writing his name. But uh, yeah, so it went AJ Styles, Loki, Jerry Lynn, Vacant, X Pac, AJ Styles. All right. So right now we have Craig sitting at 55, Max sitting at 40. Close game, close game. All right. Good job, guys, in the chat group there. Getting that right. All right. <laughs> first, <laughs> first clue up is Mike. Mike. That you play one again? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, a miracle. Okay. Well, once again, guys, these are the order of which things had happened, like for some sequence. First name of commentators. Okay, maybe. Mike Tanay was our first commentator. Devon. So we have Mike, then Devon. The guy's name. It's just Mike. And now Devo. That wasn't Aces and Aids, people. Whose turn? Player one? Devo. Craig? Uh, I, I'm thinking TV champions. Okay. That's not. Doc. Max, did you even have an answer for the last one? Well, yeah, it was Aces and Aids. But I don't think there was anybody in fucking Aces and Aids named Mike. Doc is next up. Think outside the box here. Like, Outside the box still has <clears throat> eight aces and eights and masking, but then again, I think it's the wrong order. Yeah, I think I don't. It's aces and eights is what I can think of, but I don't think there's anybody named fucking Mike in aces and eights. Well, I mean, Mike Knox, and then here's Nux. Uh, speaking of that, Nux. So Mike and Nux are two different references, by the way. Uh, player two, your final guess. Max. I'm still going with aces and eights, but is it the order that they joined or that they were revealed? Okay. Yeah, I'm saying aces and eights reveal a masking. All right. So it's about to wrap up here. We had Mike, Devon, and then we had Whoa. Doc, and then we had uh, who was last there? Nux. Nux. So that would be the order. My Craig? Mike. Craig got uh, on that was... there. Um, and Max, I'll give, you, I'll give you the points as well uh, for saying Aces and Eights members. It is the order in which Aces and Eights members were unmasked. Uh, Craig. Mike, was he that he... random guy who said that I'm yes. funny? <laughs> yeah. He was the yeah. first uh... Uh, person uh, to, get, uh, to get unmasked. It had no relevance whatsoever. Uh, and then those were the people that followed. So, Very good. When did Garrett Bischoff get unmasked? In, uh, was he after yeah, him and um, Briscoe? They were playing up that. Oh, we're just. Yeah, I, uh, I think I think Bischoff got unmasked in here in the UK. I think 
in a cage match against Angle. That makes sense. Like he caught it, but he's trying to escape or something, I believe. Or was he left in there alone? Uh, that uh, it was Angle versus Bischoff, and then uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Briscoe climbed in. Mm. Then he amassed himself. Okay. Or they might be the way gotcha, around. Gotcha. But... All right. So there we go. Now you guys are in the right sequence. There we go. You guys got this. All right. Let's keep going with that. First up, Eric Watts. Who remembers that guy? Oh, and the score is 70 to 60, Craig, by the way. So Max creeping up here. First clue is Eric Eric Watts. Watts. Max? No fucking clue. (laughs) Yeah, Wes was uh, playing his play and angle the whole time. You know, friends of Don Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, no, because this... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> clue number two still hey, could be friends of are you telling me don callis isn't a friend of don callis what side of the betty rolled on i guess uh woke up on, no one loves don uh, callis so more than don callis have, uh yeah. i have to go uh, ecw i don't know okay so we had eric watts and now we had max oh second up was uh Don, Don Callis. Callis. Don Callis. Jeff Jarrett, number three. Old school TNA names. Think tighter. This is a sequence, tight sequence of boom, 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 boom. So, yes, old school TNA names does work. But why? What do these four have in common? The order of which I'm naming these Eric Watts, Don Callis, Jeff Jarrett. Hopefully, this one, the Three Stooges. Um, yeah. I don't know. Vince Russo. Uh, Who's player one here? Uh, People who used to work for WCW now did. Well, Jared. Um, player two? Uh, Buckers. Okay. I don't know if Airbus is a Bucker, but. Yeah, uh, TNA authority figures. I like that. That's a good okay. one. All right. Uh, so, critical listing, Hakeem, Misery Eater. They are the order in which TNA had authority figures. We had the first one ever with Eric Watts, officially, besides the booking committee, was Eric Watts, the authority figure. It was then uh, Don Callis. It was then Jeff Jarrett. It was then Vince Russo. For an extra five points, who can tell me? <laughs> People who ask too much money for a podcast. <laughs> Vince Russo, yes. Um, uh, Craig and then Max, what is, for an extra five points, who is next in that order? Uh, I think, is it Dusty? Okay, Max. Hogan? Was he ever, ever actually considered an authority figure? Dusty. Or, it oh. Dusty it was Dusty. Dusty. Right Dusty. now it is 85 to 70, still a close game. Dusty Rhodes, there you go. Uh, excuse oh, me. Craig. I got the TNA Authority figures on the last guest. And so did Craig. <laughs> oh, did he? I thought I had 70 before. No, you had 60 70 before. Had 70. It is now oh, okay. 85 to 70. All right, here we go. Gail Kim, number up. First one up, Gail Kim. And thank you guys for playing. This is fun. Uh, thank you guys in the chat. Knockouts champions. More specific. 
Yeah. Order of knockouts <sighs> champions. Correct. I'm she was yeah, I'm gonna say the uh, first few knockouts, knockouts okay. champions. If it's it is, then who should be next? Yeah. Our next up is Awesome Kong. Yeah. Order of order of knockouts champions. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. It is then. Taylor Wilde, number three. Yeah. So we had Gail Kim, Awesome Kong, Taylor Wilde. Hey, you guys listening on Sounder, which almost <laughs> doubles, if not beats, our YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, thank you guys for switching there and listening as well. Uh, if these games are hard to play over sound, please let us know. Uh, we want to make sure this is inclusive for everybody. All right. Yeah, all knockout, uh, first knockout champions. Okay. Awesome call. Awesome. Yeah. Are you guys both sticking with that there? All right. Yeah. You both are correct, as well as Hakeem in the chat group there. Misery Eater as well, Cody. Uh, 110 to 95 for extra five points. Max, can you tell me the next Knockouts champion? Was it Angelina Love? Okay. Craig? Be calm. Uh... Ow. Yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, I think I think what answer in that? What's your what's your guess, bud? Uh, yeah, I say Angelina. All right, you were both correct. Angelina Love was next up after Austin Kong's. Well, she was with the beautiful people, right? <sighs> yes, because prior to the beautiful, is that the one where they handcuffed her? I believe so. But prior to the beautiful people. Angelina Love was Angel Williams, even in Impact's Gauntlet. And Velvet Sky was whatever her original gimmick. Tally Madison. Tally Madison. Yeah. So uh, 115 to 100 here. Uh, we got a... Just a... Oh, wait. Do we just have one? Mm -hmm. All right. I think this is our last one. So sad. All right. First one up is Bobby Roode. Max needs to come and clutch here. Uh, Team Canada. The first up was Bobby Ruby. You said Team Canada. Okay. Max could be Team Canada. That's a good. That's a good guess. But I have to go something different, so I'll go Fortune members. Okay. Since I just I have to go right, something yeah, different. Yeah, gotta get those points in. Jeff Hardy, Bobby Roode, Jeff Hardy. Uh. I, I don't know. <laughs> People waste. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say, tag team partners of Game Store. Hmm. Okay. So it can't be that. Next up is AJ Chris Styles. So we had Bobby Roode, Jeff Hardy, and now AJ Styles. Who is succeeding in WWE? So no, it is not a WWE <laughs> reference. We're not going to end off on a poor note. 
Uh, I don't know. Shit. Uh, longest champions in each division. I don't know. Okay. Oh, I, yeah, we'll go with people who've held the title the most in each division. Okay. Next up, EC3. That's not that And I can tell you this, yeah, so there is it's... no more, there's nothing else, not only after the game, but in general, that you can complete the sequence. There's only four. That's the answer. Um, uh, Two-time TNA World Champions. Okay. Max? Final guess. I'll still go with longest reign or most held title of each. Mm. All right. I'm sure EC3 probably helps. Well, the game goes. Early bird gets the worm. Craig, you are the winner, and neither of you got this one right. The answer is Bound for Glory series winners. Those are the four. Come on, you guys all applaud the Bound for Glory series. And you're going to look confused because the Bound for Glory series first was won by Bobby Root. And then Hardy won the the full series because it was the top four. That's when they started doing the top four in a tournament. Uh, and then it was AJ Styles. And then it was uh, EC3 who won and then lost against Bobby Lashley when he finally got to cash in. Was was EC was it was that was that back, back for Glory series? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I thought it last finished finish with AJ. I thought that was like the Bound for Gold series, Bound for Gold mini tournament. Thing. Oh, eh, well, whatever. Same difference, right? No, <laughs> no, it was on the Bound for Glory uh, in the in their history as part of uh, of that. Uh, yeah, so okay. At least uh, according to Wikipedia and Impact, that is what they acknowledge as. Well, that was fun. I hope that was good. Maybe a little too intricate. It didn't take me that long, but we can make a different game next time. I just love making stuff up for you guys to play, uh, as well as you guys. Uh, through Sounder, through YouTube, through right here live on twitch.tv every Saturday, 7.30. Make sure you hit that thumbs up and like. We only need 17, nope, excuse me, 14 more subscriptions, and we are a an affiliate of Twitch, which is awesome. Uh, so that was the show, guys. I missed the Bound for Glory series as well. I hope it comes back. I think it comes back. I think Moose wins it and takes it. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot coming up. Uh, obviously, no show next week. It'll be a post show on the Sunday right after. Right, literally right next day uh it'll be a talking points about uh under siege so watch that come join us and see the points that uh we get or don't get again <laughs> and we'll see how good of a show it is craig what do you got for us max what do you got yep yeah oh, max <laughs> i say like, not much um i'm excited to see how under siege all plays out what leads to it. Card. Um, it is. I I think, I mean, we'll talk about it. I, I feel like Moose should win, but I don't think he will just because I don't think they're re- I think whoever wins is losing to Kenny Omega. So, yeah, I agree with you. Craig, what you got, buddy? Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, thank you all for watching. Hope you enjoyed this nonsense. We did drop us a follow here on Twitch. If you're just watching on YouTube, just hit the subscribe button. And yeah, thanks to everyone on who's listening to the audio on Sounder. Yeah, we, I guess we'll see you all next Craig, week. Where do we? We have some people. I want to yeah. shout out to the other countries watching us. Who do we? Who did we have last time? Then? Yeah. Uh, so last time we had uh, this is in um, Belgium. Belgium. Hello, Belgium. And recent and recently uh, found. Uh, we've discovered some listeners in Germany 
and uh, over in Ireland. I feel like that's Marcus, right? Isn't Marcus from Germany? I hear we're the number one impact podcast. Very careful. Got to quote your sources on this thing. Um, <laughs> Myself. I don't want an internet riot. By the way, there was a Disco Inferno sighting on uh, Impact Channel. Yeah, on Pluto TV. yeah, check that out, guys. Impact's doing big things. We're in a great time. We have some great things coming up, as you can see there, as well as we're advertised. Under Siege, May 15th. Against all odds, June 12th. And then uh, Slammiversary July, it doesn't say the date there, but I believe they chose the 16th, 19th, somewhere in there. I don't know the name. Uh, whatever that Saturday is, or did they choose a Sunday? I think they chose a Saturday. Uh, they should have chosen Saturday. Yeah, I think so. or, yeah, because I think uh, Sunday is some big event. I'm not sure, though. All right, guys. Yeah, uh, obviously, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Keep doing so. We'll keep making this shit. If you like it, <laughs> um, let us know. July 17th, thank you, Keen, coming in clutch. Um, once again, congratulations to IO. I guess Impact, congratulate him too on his Masters. That's awesome, man. Um, keep doing this. Uh, big things coming. Yes, big things coming for Impact. Big things coming for us. Big things happening for you guys. Uh, I, I love this group. I can't say it enough. I really do appreciate the family uh, the environment that we have on there. If we argue or we disagree, it's still coming together. Uh, and everybody being real. No politics. I love it. Um, let's keep it going and uh, hopefully can invite more. Uh, into our group once again pre-order next week our shirts um we'll see you and uh once again i do have to mention the game show is ready lucha will get his stuff you'll see him unbox it i'm still waiting on uh the certain other station that that will be airing on to uh put it up so look out for that as well thank you guys for tuning in look out for talking points have a good night later guys